0: everyone. It's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Thursday morning edition of...
1: The Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Our schedule is all out of whack.
0: It is. And I had to wait tonight for somebody to wax her eyebrows. (laughs) I have to look good. But this is a podcast. An audio podcast. No one sees you.
1: Yeah, well, people see me through the rest of the day, and I've been busy, so it hasn't gotten done.
0: I think you look beautiful, even with your eyebrow. (laughs)
1: Thanks. (laughs) All right, from the Disney Parks blog... Um, the Plan Disney uh, feature shares a first timer tip for Disney Cruise Line. Actually, more than one tip, many of them.
0: That's right, Plan Disney, which you may know from the uh, their Instagram account. Account they have a Plan Disney podcast. Season two, episode one is now available, and it's all about first timer tips for the Disney Cruise Line. So uh, you can check that out. Uh, it's uh, released. Their podcast is released the third Wednesday of every month. On Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, you can also check it out on the Disney Parks YouTube channel.
1: I'm sure that Plan Disney is great, but honestly, if you're going on your first Disney cruise, first, book we'll it through Tony. Second, we know more for about first time cruising on Disney Cruise Line than Disney Cruise Line themselves knows. That's so true. talk to us.
0: Now that we're platinum uh, level Castaway Club members. That's right. With more than 15 sailings. That's right.
1: All right. There is a new fireworks show and a special castaway gift um, announced for the Disney Cruise Line Silver Anniversary at Sea.
0: That's right. We mentioned a few weeks ago that the Disney Cruise Line is turning 25. Uh, The Disney Magic debuted in 1998. So all five ships are going to be celebrating the 25th anniversary between May and September of this year. They're celebrating the Silver Anniversary at Sea. And how are they doing that? With a new fireworks show. Uh, Disney, of course, being the first cruise line, and I believe they're back to being the only cruise line again that does fireworks at sea. So they're going to have a new show. Uh, Of course, we announced they're going to have special uh, costumes uh, for the characters. They're also going to have a uh, captain's reception. Uh, They're bringing that back uh, as a -a one-of-a-kind experience. Uh, And there's going to be a limited-edition Castaway Club guest for those who have sailed with Disney before. And uh, you're going to get a limited edition framed art print in your stateroom, uh, and that is available until supplies last. So it is one 11 by 14 framed print per stateroom. So, uh, you know, you want to cruise? Give me a call. Awesome.
1: All right. Um, There is a guide on the Disney Parks blog to the Disney 100 anniversary celebration at Disneyland.
0: That's right. We've mentioned a lot how the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company is taking place this year, uh, and there is a post on the blog about how to experience it in California. Uh, and there's a follow-up story to that.
1: Ah, yes, about uh, the the food that they're going to be having at this celebration.
0: That's right, and that's through the Disney Eats Foodie Guide to the Disney 100 Celebration at Disneyland Resort. Uh, My favorite, of course, I think is now the uh, mini apple, uh, which is a little apple done in mini dress style, but with uh, silver instead of uh, instead of red and white.
1: Yeah, it's one of the few um, the few apples that has the sugar sprinkles back. They don't have that. We were just in uh, Disney World at uh, Goofy's Candy Kitchen and we like the. Traditionally decorated apples where mm-hmm. it was like Minnie Mouse dipped in the red sugar at the bottom. Yep. They have not brought those back. Really? They did have an orange bird one that was dipped. The bottom half was dipped in orange, orange sugar right. sprinkles, but it was white chocolate.
0: Gotcha. Who wants white chocolate? No. no not, not us. me. No. No.
1: All right, um, there are some new additions coming to the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival, which begins on March 1st. Yeah, and
0: I think that's the big news is that they've announced the dates for the Epcot Flower and Garden, International Flower and Garden Festival this year, uh, which is going to take place from March 1st through July 5th. Uh, this is probably one of the longest times they've done it. Uh, they did not mention who is sponsoring it this year, though, so uh, I don't know if there is a sponsor. Um, but there will be a new Encanto Uh, topiary uh, debuting this year, as well as some of your favorites coming back. Uh, The Garden Rocks concert series will be back at the American Gardens Theater. Uh, Of course, the lineup will be uh, announced at a later date. There will have more than 15 outdoor kitchens with specialty cuisine and beverages. Uh, And of course, they're going to uh, have 70s-inspired Orange Bird merchandise, speaking of our good friend the Orange Bird, and Spike the Bee, is going to be returning back with his pollination trail, uh, so that's always exciting. So more details to be released in the very near future. All
1: right. Um, Disney 100 banners have been hung at the Disneyland Resort at the Esplanade.
0: Oh my God, they hung 100 banners? (laughs) You're so funny. (laughs) No, they didn't. These are the Disney 100 banners. We mentioned the other day that there were some flags on the... uh, Uh, above the ticket booths, well, now they've hung some festive triangular-style banners uh, from some of the light posts, uh, and that is in the Esplanade. And where is the Esplanade?
1: It's between California Adventure and Disneyland.
0: That's right, and it is only a short walk between the two parks, which is one of the nice things about California. very cool. So that is all the Disney uh, Parks blog news, so let's head on over to Disneyland.
1: All right. Um, The Disneyland Resort Magic Key Pass um, has its Sales are resuming to yesterday. yesterday <laughs> yes, Tony points that's, at things that I'm supposed to, to understand, but right. this, I, I don't.
0: This story took place on our day off, so I was trying to let you know that it was yesterday. Yesterday, I'm, I'm doing sign language. Some
1: here. Magic Key Pass sales have resumed.
0: That's right. A few weeks back, Disneyland re- officials announced that Magic Key passes would go on sale from time to time throughout 2023, uh, and they have reopened those sales as of January 17th. Uh, you can get into a virtual queue. There is a link available. Uh, no word on how long the uh, tickets will be on sale for the annual passes. So uh, you could check that out.
1: All right. Um, oh, some Mickey's Toontown news. Uh, the sign has returned with a new look ahead at the reopening um, of Toontown in Disneyland.
0: That's right. Toontown's going to be reopening after Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway reopen uh, opens uh, in March. Uh, and they have uh, revealed the new sign on the Disney TikTok uh, account, Disney Parks TikTok account, and it is very festive. Uh, they're now incorporating the character colors in each of the Toontown letters. Uh, the previous sign was was it looks very similar to the previous sign. It's just they've added character coloring to the Toontown letters, which I think makes it look a lot more festive. And uh, yeah, that's that's the deal there.
1: Good. Um. Uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at Disneyland is going to be using virtual queues.
0: That's right. Did I say it opens in March? No, it opens January 27th, which is the day that they also debut the two two new nighttime shows for the Disney 100 celebration. Um, But as Cheryl said, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway will use a virtual queue. uh, And that is part of uh, the reimagined Toontown. Toontown is what opens on March 8th. So, uh, as usual, as they've been doing with the virtual queues, there will be two enrollment times each day at 7 a.m. and 1 p.m. All right, good. And you can also do an individual Lightning Lane attraction purchase for that.
1: Oh, boy. Okay. Um, Minnie, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at Disneyland is going to close during fireworks.
0: That's right. So, they're going to open on the 27th and then close for fireworks. Um, if the park closes at 10 p.m. or earlier... Uh, the ride will be closed for the evening after the fireworks. If the park is closing at 11 p.m. or later, the ride will reopen after the fireworks.
1: I see. All right. Um, The 100 Years of Wonder now has a medallion that's been added to the California Adventure entrance.
0: That's right. Disney 100 Years of Wonder medallion itself. There's one medallion that has been added to the top of the... Uh, what would you call that? The the covering over the ticket area? Yeah. California Adventure entrance. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, it's just a big stylized 100th anniversary uh, medallion. Nothing fancy there. How weird. Yeah. All right. Hey, let's talk one of our favorite topics.
1: Churros. We have a lot of um, Disneyland California Adventure stories today. We do.
0: Um,
1: the newest churro at California Adventure is the Sweet Peach cobbler churro.
0: Well, we actually have three churros we're talking about today. I'm not sure which one is the actual oh. newest, but this is one of the newest. Okay. Uh, and this is available at the Redwood Creek Trail Challenge Churro Cart in Grizzly Peak. Uh, and it is a peach cobbler churro, which is a classic churro topped with peaches, whipped topping, and streusel. Uh, and that will set you back $6.75. There is no additional uh, dipping sauce available for this.
1: Because it already comes with the dipping sauce, which you're also already paying for.
0: That is true.
1: All right. Um, and then a chocolate caramel pecan churro, also six seventy-five, um, because it also already has the sauce on it.
0: That is true. It is available at the Hollywood churro cart in Disney's California Adventure. And that is a churro cocoa dusted with caramel sauce and toasted pecans. Or is it pecans? Pecans. All right.
1: Oh, this one's this must be the uh, oh, it's a sweet and sour churro. Is yes. that what it is? It looks like a hundredth
0: anniversary churro. It does. Uh, there's a sweet and sour churro that is available at the Cozy Cone Motel and Cars Land in Disney's California Adventure. And that is a churro tossed in salt and lime-flavored sugar with a lime glaze. That is only $6.29. Yeah, because
1: nobody wants it. Oh, that's not nice. It does not look good. I mean, it looks pretty. It just doesn't look like something I want to
0: eat. All right. Uh, that's all the news from, from California. So let's head on over to Florida.
1: All right. Um, A reopening date has been announced for the Enchanted Tales with Belle, um, as well as a reopening date for Ariel's Grotto, the character experience.
0: That's right. These two experiences have been closed for almost three years uh, after the COVID pandemic closure. But Ariel's Grotto will reopen to guests on January 22nd, so that is next week. And Enchanted Tales with Belle will return on February 19th, so we've got a little over a month for that. Both attractions will be offered uh, as part of Genie+. Uh, providing Lightning Lane access to guests who are interested in it, which is your. So I don't think we've ever done Enchanted Tales with Belle.
1: Our girls were never huge Belle fans. I mm-hmm. mean, they like they liked her well enough, but right. it was all about Ariel.
0: Mm-hmm. Ariel is a classic meet and greet. Enchanted Tales with Belle is it's uh, a story an, time thing. Is right? a story time thing, and the kids get to get involved. Uh, whereas with with Ariel, it's just. I through. think it
1: was also, there's times for the bell thing, so mm-hmm. you had to like work around a right. schedule, so that was always a little more difficult than just jumping in line to see Ariel. Right. All right, some cast member pre- preview dates have started um, showing up in for February for the Tron Light Cycle Run.
0: That's right, Tron Light Cycle Run officially opens on April 4th, but cast members are going to have previews running between February 6th and March 3rd. Cast members can get information on booking... Uh, very shortly and booking will start on January 30th. Each cast member may bring up to but no more than three guests with them.
1: All right. Um, the Tomorrow and Power Company has been gutted. It's likely to become a Tron Lightcycle run gift shop.
0: Which you figured it had to be. Um, You know, previously it was the Space Mountain gift shop.
1: Basically, yeah.
0: Uh, Prior to that, it was the best arcade ever on property. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, But they closed the arcade section a number of years ago. Um, I'm sure we're going to see Tron merchandise. We'll probably see Space Mountain merchandise in there as well. And, uh, you know, we we figured that was going to happen. Um, There's still construction going on and it is not opened Probably not going to retheme it much. It doesn't require much retheming, I mm. don't believe. Um, so that uh, that's the deal there.
1: All right. Um, Disney has begun cleaning the Tron Light Cycle Run building before the grand opening.
0: And that's right. You know, it hasn't been cleaned. The building's been up for like about four years already, mm. it seems like. Um, and they are now power washing it because there is visible dirt and grime on the outside. There have been a lot of complaints recently about the state of maintenance mm. uh, in uh, Walt Disney World.
1: Yeah. All right, oh, is the, uh, the missing Splash Mountain sign was re- was returned um, to its original location just a few days before the ride closes. Yeah,
0: it is back up. It is the Br'er Rabbit sign stating you may get wet. Uh, so that uh, that is back in place uh, for the final four days of the attraction.
1: It's going to be interesting what happens to the things that get pulled out of that attraction.
0: So might, some of them might go for sale.
1: They're going to be worth a ton of money. They are. Okay. Um, the chairs have been cleaned and reupholstered at the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor at the Magic Kingdom.
0: And that's the whole story right there, talking about things needing to be refurbished. They look lovely. And they're taking action. They do. They're now a nice, lovely yellow color. I
1: like yellow. Weren't they red? They were. They were. All right. There is now an annual pass holder exclusive Dumbo magnet that is available at Epcot.
0: That's right. That is available at the Creation Shop. Uh, you can pick that up at the Creation Shop entrance that is over by the construction walls. Uh, there is a line for it. You do need to show uh, your pass holder uh, pass as well as a photo ID. And all pass holders must be present to have uh, to get the pass, to get the magnet. So you can't send your kids or your wife. Um, but it is one per pass holder, not one per family. It is a pink D with Dumbo in the middle. Uh, and he's wearing his circus hat. So uh, that's uh, cute. Yeah. Well worth the fourteen hundred yeah, dollars a say.
1: year. say, and you know not just that, but um, I was in line, or I went and got popcorn when you were down there, down in okay. Florida for the. Um, galaxy what was it called star wars galactic star cruiser galactic star cruiser right and we were at disney springs and i got in line for popcorn and they had the um the annual pass holder exclusive bucket Mm -hmm. and the people in line in front of me were like they're in line for this they're all like excited and they're talking about it and they get up there and it's just it was just a regular popcorn bucket with like mickey that was the yellow with mickey like peering over like you know a wall or something um And it's still, it's a full, it's just a regular price popcorn bucket. It's nothing special. And these people have like went out of their way to drive to Disney Springs to get in a line to get this popcorn bucket. Same thing with the, with the magnet. Like you're going to go stand and wait in line for a magnet? I don't don't know.
0: It's a status symbol.
1: It must be something. I'm not sure. Uh, They added some color coding to the new Epcot parking lot signage frames.
0: That's right. The parking lot signage uh, is now uh, some of them are green and some of them are blue we don't know what these uh, three-sided frames are for uh, but they have added colors to some of these frames
1: well wow, uh, that's the uh, least exciting news i think of the day
0: yeah well you know um zach Imagineers nothing zach Ridley, he's got nothing lately uh, he can't give us anything no. so they're finding epcot stories
1: yes all right Um, They are still working on demolishing the area
0: at the boardwalk where they're going to be putting the cake bake shop. That's right. So the cake bake shop, the old ESPN building, had a little tower, uh, kind of like a crow's nest on top of the building. They disassembled it a few weeks ago. They have now fully demolished it so that it can be rebuilt. So I don't know if it was not structurally sound, uh, but the building will have the same appearance. It will just be changed over for the new uh, cake shop.
1: All right. All right. Um. The Mandalorian Season 3 is going to be coming out soon, and there is a new trailer for that.
0: That's right. I think we mentioned it was going to be during the uh, Monday Night Football game. Uh, It did come out. It is posted on our Facebook page, and the series debuts on March 1st.
1: All right. What is this? Uh, This is
0: a story. You're going to be completely confused by this headline. Um, If you are a Disney fan, there is a traveling exhibition going around the country this year to some different museums. Uh, Disney 100, the exhibition, uh, is is stopping at the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia. Uh, it opens on February 18th, uh, and they will have 23 artifacts uh, that they are showcasing as part of the uh, display. So Uh, That uh, invites guests to stop uh, and and see the Disney story in 10 galleries in a 15,000-foot square foot exhibit space featuring innovative and immersive technology. Uh, Disney Archives spent the past five years curating this collection. Uh, While they highlight 23 items in this article, there are 250, more than 250, original pieces of artwork, artifacts, costumes, props, and other memorabilia celebrating 100 years of the Walt Disney Company. Uh, So you can uh, check that out if you're in the Philadelphia area. It might be worth a day trip for for us. Or it might not.
1: Okay. Um, Avatar The Way of Water has surpassed Spider-Man No Way Home as the sixth biggest film of all time.
0: That's right. Avatar The Way of Water has generated $1.928 billion, uh, overtaking Spider-Man No Way Home, which had a a gross of $1.91 billion. Uh, So the next... Hurdle is $2 billion, and that has only been achieved by five other films in history. Do you know what they are?
1: I can see them right here. Uh, Titanic, Star Wars The Force Awakens, Avengers Infinity War. Um,
0: Avatar.
1: The first Avatar.
0: And Avengers Endgame. Gotcha. So uh, we'll see if it has legs and gets there. See. Now, this came under entertainment because when I do entertainment news, I'm looking in Variety. Uh, and there was a Variety article about uh, our old friend Bob Chapek. not our friend. Um, he did make twenty-four million dollars in twenty twenty-two, and his severance package is worth twenty million dollars, just over twenty million dollars. So, uh, not a bad, not a bad kick in the pants on the way out. Here's uh, here's twenty million. Yeah,
1: yeah, but it's still not the way you want to go out. Well,
0: that is true. It's not just the money. And that's uh, all for some Disney some Disney stuff. So let's head on over to Universal.
1: All right. The concert lineup has been announced for the Mardi Gras celebration at Universal Orlando.
0: That's right. Universal Mardi Gras 2023 is coming to the Universal Orlando Resort beginning on February 14th through April 16th. Uh, and here's a look at their musical lineup. February 4th, we have Patti LaBelle. February 10th, J-V-K-E, or it could be Juke. I don't know. I'm not hip like that. February 11th, the Goo Goo Dolls. February 18th, Marin Morris. February 19th, Willow. February 25th, Three Doors Down. March 4th, Sean Paul. And March 5th, Lauren Daigle. Uh, I must admit, there are three artists. I have no idea who they are. (laughs) Um, But uh, if you're into the Mardi Gras concert series, go check it out.
1: Yeah, actually, some of them, we know some of them, and they're good. We do, Yes. All right. Um, The Universal Orlando Resort Mardi Gras Float Ride and Dine Experience price has been raised uh, an additional $20.
0: Well, they've announced it. So it went up $20 over last year, so they haven't raised it. They haven't announced the pricing yet. Um, But through this experience, guests get a three-course meal from one of four participating Universal Orlando restaurants, uh, and then you get to ride on a float. Uh, in their Mardi Gras parade. Now, in previous years, the experience just included the float ride. Okay. So, for an extra twenty dollars, you are getting you get a meal for a twenty meal. bucks. That's pretty well, good. For twenty additional dollars, right? Uh, the total cost is eighty four dollars and ninety nine cents per guest. There are age and height restrictions due to the fact that you're riding on a on a on a float. Separate theme park admission is required, uh, and you must purchase the experience at least twenty four hours before the event. And you will be able to eat your meals at one of four places, and that's Finnegan's Bar and Grill, Lombard uh, Seafood Grill, the Cowfish Sushi Burger Bar, or the NBC Sports Grill and Bar, uh, which probably sounds like the least exciting of the four. <laughs> Cowfish is actually very good. Is it? Yes. Okay.
1: The Let's see. Universal has teased the Cursed Coconut Club overlay for uh, Mardi Gras 2023.
0: That's right. If you've been to City Walk uh, recently, you know the Coconut Club, the Red Coconut Club, and that they've been theming it for various holidays—Christmas, uh, uh, Halloween—and uh, and now it looks like they're giving it a cursed overlay uh, for. I'm assuming it's part of uh, it's part of Mardi Gras. Uh, that is a Mardi Gras layover, so uh, you may want to check that out. It looks uh, they've got a psychic in the window. Uh, it just kind of looks halfway spooky, halfway mardi Gras, like as a New Orleans flair to it.
1: Right. All right. Um, you can get your photo on a custom prop bottle for the Mardi Gras um, from the Mardi Gras tribute
0: store. Yeah, so they did this at uh, Christmas. I think they also did this at Halloween where you pay money. Your picture goes up inside the store and now they've got prop bottles. Uh, so you can get your picture on a prop bottle. Uh, let's see, it doesn't say, it just advertises it, limited space available, uh, would have been nice if the article had a, uh, price there, $79 plus tax, and then they ship the prop bottle to you, uh, after things close down and you get to keep it. Okay. So just a, a nice little thing.
1: Interesting. They heck up with all different kinds of ways to make money. Yeah,
0: you know, it's kind of like, uh, maybe they could put a brickway, a brick walk and yeah. put your names on there and then yeah. rip it up like 10 years later.
1: Uh, The food booths and tents have started going up for the Mardi Gras 2023 celebration at Universal Studios Florida.
0: That's right. This is all part of the Universal Studios Florida Mardi Gras International Flavors of Carnival 2023, which begins in February. Uh, They do have a whole bunch of tents up, as Cheryl mentioned. Uh, Not as fancy as the food kiosks you get in Epcot. These are just more like the uh, very sturdy uh, tents you would rent uh, for a, a wedding or an outdoor function.
1: All righty. Universal has settled the lawsuit after an 11-year-old's foot was crushed on the E.T. adventure.
0: Yeah, this is a woman uh, from Brazil. She said her son's 11-year-old foot was crushed on the E.T. adventure in 2019. The legal battle started in February of 2019, uh, and it took them a little over three years to to settle. Um, And uh, uh, apparently they're claiming that the company was negligent. Uh, And then, of course, the company counterclaimed that the the child himself was negligent and his parents did not properly monitor him. And uh, they do have a settlement now. No word on how much it got. But um, there's some very, very happy people down in Brazil. (laughs) Okay. So uh, that's all of our news. We have a little bit of a break because our next show is going to be Monday. So we hope everybody has a good weekend. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.
1: Ta-ta!